0: Hey guys, I'm James. And with me is John. I'm John. And we tried to podcast in today's episode. We watched a couple episodes of Boy Meets World, one of our favorite sitcoms from 90s. Right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Two thousands, but yeah, it started in the nineties.
0: I, I feel like it definitely has a more nineties focus, at least to me. Uh, but yeah, both me and John enjoyed Boy Meets World back in the day. And we talked about it in our behind the scenes videos and maybe on the podcast itself about like doing watching it season by season. But that takes a lot of time and effort. And each season is like what 22 episodes, something ridiculous like that. Yeah, 20 plus for sure. Yeah. So, what we decided to do was watch the first episode, the last episode. We each picked an episode we remembered, and then we picked, uh, we had a random generator, uh, pick out two other episodes. So those episodes were, well, season one, episode one, the pilot season one, episode four, Corey's alternative friends, Season 3, episode 13, New Friends and Old. Season 5, episode 17. And then there was Sean. Season 7, episode 2, For Love and Apartments. And finally, season 7, episode 23, Brave New World. Part 2. Part 2. Did you watch Uh, the first part? I did.
1: Okay, I did too.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) If you didn't watch those and you just want to follow along, it's fine. Uh, I don't know how much we'll talk. This is a new new idea that we're testing out. It might be something we try again in the future, or this might be our one time using it. But uh, if you watched it, you might get a little bit more enjoyment out of the show. We announced these episodes last time in our uh, bonus episode from last month. John, is there anything you want to say about Boy Meets World before we uh, start?
1: I mean... Not anything that I haven't said before, you know, it it was it was the like I the main show. I think I watched I watched a lot of shows. I've watched so many things, but that was my favorite show growing up because not only did I watch it literally as I was growing up, because it was from like the early 90s to like 2000. But even after that, you know, I think. It was on ABC, I think, originally. And then yes. it got then it got moved over to Disney though for a while right so yes. I watched it as it was showing on ABC but then when it was on Disney and they had them just like playing every day that was one of those shows that I just watched every day so I've seen it multiple times you know between those two you know runs and then a couple of years ago I just binge watched it when it was on put on Disney Plus as well
0: yeah I think for me especially like when it used to be like the reruns like i stayed home sick from school that's what i watched you know (laughs) (laughs) because it was in that time slot or i like even think uh for a point at at time it was like what friends is right now for me where they just have it playing from you know 11 p.m till five in the morning i think at one point it was like that on the disney channel and that's how i kind of watched it I guess let's uh, start with episode one, the pilot for Boy Meets World, where we get introduced to uh, the main character, Corey Matthews, who has a very uh, normal nuclear family, a brother, an older brother, a little sister, father, mother, mother seems to work at home, father, uh, not work from home, is a housewife. Yeah. Is that the term? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that's a term that's... Outdated? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's what she was. Um, a and homemaker the,
1: the... is what they... is, oh, is more that? out, That's more outdated. Oh, okay.
0: okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the term nowadays? Stay-at-home I mean, parent?
1: Yeah, stay-at-home. Stay-at-home okay. mom. But that still doesn't sound any better to me, but whatever.
0: No, it doesn't. And then the father is kind of... Like I don't think it's like spelt out in the episodes we've watched, but he's like a blue collar uh worked himself way up into being able to support his family, kind yeah. of a father yeah. figure
1: yeah, for most of the show, he's like a manager, the g m of a grocery store, I believe
0: Oh yes, that's but right.
1: Then he ends up getting his own business later on
0: yes, yes, um. And let's just talk about uh, the intro sequence because it. it,
1: Are you talking about the theme?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I
1: forgot how bad it was for the original.
0: (laughs) Well, also like later on, they kind of like shortened it down, made up some. uh, I'm assuming they made up a song. I don't think the song actually exists. Where it's like, boy meets world, boy meets world. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on and then that's literally all they use and they go straight into the show
1: okay but but the original theme is nothing like that
0: one yeah the yeah.
1: music is not the same there's no song it's just this annoying i don't Child-like even know
0: like wonderment i guess i guess
1: and, and maybe they thought it sounded cool at the time because it's clearly like made on like a computer or something you know what i mean and like, yes yeah it just and then the 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 intro is just like a a Photoshop, Adobe Effect. I mean, these things didn't exist, but it's, like, that kind of feel. Like, someone just slapped it together. But I'm sure it was, like, cool at the time, I guess. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I I don't know. Like, uh, I don't even remember if the intro for the show was like that. But, like, Clarissa knows it all. Do you know that show? No?
1: I know giving me? the name, but I've never watched it.
0: Okay. like Like, old Nickelodeon, like, mm. you know, doodles. Yeah going like moving into like different things um because hey we got computers now (laughs) uh but my biggest takeaway is like it's showing all the characters the actors and no topanga who is a very central point for pretty much all seasons like she gets introduced in uh episode three or no episode four that we'll talk about um but yeah she she just
1: didn't um have a part in that episode because you know that the pilot is not the first time these characters were like introduced. What do you mean? They ha- There was another show that they did where it was like a smaller part of it, and it was like they got the idea for the show based on that one thing. And oh, okay, were, yeah. And I think she was in that. Um, oh, okay. So, so they, I'm pretty sure they always planned to bring her in. She just wasn't in the pilot for whatever reason.
0: Well, still the intro. Uh it was the same in the season uh episode four that we watched mm. where she did not have any kind of top billing. She's not a part of that at all.
1: Oh yeah. Oh no, but because they didn't know where that was gonna go. For sure. Right. But you can tell that with everyone involved. Like they um They had Minkus. It, they did, but uh
0: <laughs> which i um, thought but, that was funny because he does not but, show up in episode one
1: but they didn't even know who Corey's friends were going to be clearly yes because it, they knew sean hunter would be his friend but they didn't know he was going to be the best friend it looked like they were going to try to be a trio at first because i don't know who yes. the fuck i forgot about that kid i was like and then they replace him immediately with another kid that is clearly <laughs> not going to work out as like a part of a trio
0: <laughs> yeah and I, I literally wrote down who is this third boy <laughs>
1: Yeah, so Uh, Corey and Sean are sitting with this third kid at the table in the pilot that just... He looks familiar. Like, I think he I saw him as a kid in other things, so maybe there was a plan for them, but I don't know why it just didn't happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, they... I mean, Sean got top billing, so they knew he was going to be the best best friend. But I guess they were trying to keep it, like, I guess more realistic where... Generally, people don't have have. Generally, people have a group of friends of two to three, uh, extra people. Uh but yeah, I I don't know. At some point, that did get dropped, and it's just like, it was always, uh Sean and Corey, and then like later on, they tried to retroactive like, oh, it was always Corey and Topanga, and then, yeah, I still remember how weird the canon of the show kind of goes. <laughs> um,
1: no, but the my favorite thing about the Korean Topanga thing is that every time they tell the story, they get younger.
0: Yes. Like, of how they
1: met. <laughs> like, at first it was like, oh, it was when they were in school. And it's like, well, they did, but it's not like they got along right away, you know? I mean, right. they, they, they did, but he kind of, like, pushed her away, right? Um, and then it was like, oh, it was before that when they were like in preschool. And then it was like, oh no, it was before that when they were like
0: toddlers. And then it was like when they were born. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That that was always a weird thing. But whatever. That's, I mean, this was a long running television show. So I guess that makes sense, but it did get like a little too ridiculous. I don't know. I
1: just, it was funny to me. Like I, cause like I said, I, you know, binged it. It just, it was just a joke. Like, they, because the show just got more silly as it went along. Yeah.
0: So, uh, but yeah, no Topanga in this episode, no Minkus, even though he had top billing. Uh, but we have Mr. Feeney, who's another main character. And just from the start of this episode, I'm just like, he's such a strong character.
1: Well, is he a strong character or is that actor? just a, such a strong presence in the role. Because I feel like he does the heavy lifting. You know what I mean? You yes. could have somebody else do it, and they could come across as... he see, he comes across as someone you actually do want to see, and like if, if you're a kid, like, oh, I want him to be my teacher. But if it was like someone else, you'd be like, he's an asshole. You know what, yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't want this guy around. Like, he sucks. You would be on Corey's side on everything, like, oh, he just hates him. You know what I mean? But immediately, he, the way he performs it, you know that's not the case.
0: Yeah. Like... It's definitely like he's a brilliant actor, I think. And so just to put it out there, uh some of the actors of Boy Meets World, there they started a podcast where they watched all the episodes and all that stuff. And I think um they from that or s- some article I read, like uh I don't know the actor's name for Mr. Feeney, so I'm just gonna call him Mr. Feeney. Uh he like like discussed how he wanted the character to be because he didn't want it to be like old teacher, mean old teacher who, you know, kids dunk on yeah. and go about their day. And it like,
1: easily could have been that. That's yeah. yeah. So so he was on the
0: podcast? Uh they definitely had him on for a couple episodes. Okay. Cool. It definitely feels like he his presence and his character is uh remained strong and remained relatively the same.
1: Yeah. Cause even in the final episode, even in the final episode, it was oh, the dude, same vibes. We'll and, get and there. Man, that was but, such a good, yeah, I yeah. cried.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, I guess the theme of this episode was love. Uh, Mr. Feeney is trying to teach Romeo and Juliet, Corey, Corey Matthews, Doesn't care, listening to a radio, gets in trouble, gets detention, blah, blah, blah. And then, so, there are, like, two main defining factors they put on Corey in this first episode. One that kind of drifts away later in the seasons, and one that is, I feel, is uh, core to the Corey uh, character. Um, The one that kind of drifted away was he's a big baseball fanatic. He loves baseball. He's a he's a middle school kid, you know. Um, and the other uh, feature of Corey is he's a dramatic piece of shit, uh, <laughs> because he got mad that his brother wanted to take a date to a baseball game that the brother promised to take no. him to.
1: Okay, well, so he's a kid. Uh, yes, yes, but, no, 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 yeah, yeah. But, but uh, actually, but I'm don't glad tell that... me
0: later on in the uh, seasons he's not dramatic as fuck.
1: Oh, he is, but that's because, but everyone is an exaggerated version of themselves as the season goes on, which is one of the things I don't like, but, um, but leads to some funny stuff, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up though, because for me, like you're right. Like there was that, you know, with Mr. Feeney, there was that whole plot, but I was more interested in that actually that what you just brought up with the brother, because it sets the tone to me for the rest of the show. I'm talking Mm. about through all seven seasons. Where And and Mr. Feeney lays it out for him, too, that his, or was it his mom, actually? I think it was his mom. No, his mom has a conversation with him where she's pretty much like, the issue you have right now is that you don't like that things are changing, Mm. that people's priorities change. People change. They need different things at different points in their lives. And what someone else needs is not going to be what you need. And that's going to be ever-changing. You know, so you just kind of got to accept that. Right. And obviously, as a kid, that's hard for him to accept. He doesn't like the idea that his older brother is getting even older and ha- is in a different place in his life and that he wants to date and that he doesn't want to spend all his time with his little brother anymore.
0: Right. But also, like, because like his family was happy that uh his brother Eric got a date and was taking her out to this baseball game and Corey felt. I don't know. Betrayed.
1: Yeah. No, betrayed. But, but, yeah. But that's, a, but that's still his reaction to being afraid of change. And then no one taking his side. Like he, he wants people to be like, no, we can make it be okay for you. But he's like, oh no, this is acceptable that, you know, you can just <laughs> change on me. Like this is fucked
0: up. <laughs> it, it's not that part where I'm like, oh, he's dramatic. It's mm. when he goes like, I'm moving out. I'm living in the treehouse now. Yeah, but kids do
1: shit like that. <laughs> yes. it, again, this always goes to me going, You didn't have enough siblings. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because, like, I can picture, you know, my brother Will doing something like that, my sister Lanny doing something like that. Like, they are dramatic, you know? When And he, he's the middle child, too. Right, yeah. They gave him yeah. middle child syndrome. <laughs> Uh, but it leads to funny shit right like because he actually does like want to move out and where's he gonna go he has a tree house that he tries to like just be in his mom comes to bring him food and he's trying to he takes it but he's kind of like his attitude is so funny because he's just like don't you see i'm like on my own now it's like you're still <laughs> living in the treehouse in your mom's and dad's backyard
0: oh <laughs> uh, i'm not saying it's not funny or not realistic i'm just saying it's dramatic it's a bit dramatic
1: <laughs> no it is it is uh what was the funniest part of the episode to you because i i don't know i have a couple and and i don't even know if i can sell it on here like it's it was just like the context of the scene but we'll see
0: i i guess the one i'm like focusing on now i don't know how funny it is but it's when eric comes back from the date and he's like it was a fucking mess <laughs> um, I'm never dating again. Uh, didn't know how to talk to a girl, which you know I get. <laughs> uh, and then it's just uh Corey going like after getting the lesson about love from uh Mr. Feeney, him going like, No, call the girl, go watch a movie. You're not supposed to talk when you watch a movie. It's just like a weirdly sage advice from this ch- tiny child yeah, to its Yeah, and stuff like that brother. happens.
1: Time. Yeah, and he says, um, it, like that going to a movie would be perfect for you. It's like perfect for your skill level or something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: it's more your speed, something to that effect.
1: For me, it was it was. I mean, that actually, you're right. That is like a funny moment where like it's actually written funny. There's like other parts where it's just like the delivery that Corey has, especially. Man, I feel like you. I, I'm not saying he wasn't funny in the later episodes, but because they had everyone being like cartoonish, I feel like he was almost he was funnier to me with the drier delivery. You know, because mm. um, when he was a little kid, it was just so funny to me. Like when he's listening to the game in the class, and Feeny right. pulls out the thing and he starts acting like he's deaf, like it was a hearing aid. Like oh, that shit right, was right, so right. funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh when Feeney gives him the like the the spiel about Romeo and Juliet and he's like almost like like he's intense, almost upset, you know, by the audacity of Corey. Um he goes, Are you aware I'm only eleven years old? <laughs> 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 Those were like my two favorite moments, I think.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I guess uh, the general theme was love. Love is the reason Corey is here on Earth, meeting the world. But yeah, it, for me, like I haven't seen this episode in a long time. Like the Stark thing was like, oh right, Topanga uh, wasn't a main listing, even though she plays a huge role, e- even in this season. Like, right. it's just weird that she doesn't have like a top billing. It's just odd. Um, it's especially it's odder when it's like Minkus has a fucking top billing, <laughs> and the other the only other thing was. That was not the classroom. It's a pilot, so, you know, things change. It was just something to show, like, executives, and then that's what they show. But, yeah, that classroom is just, like, it felt too real. Wait, what do you mean? I don't know. Like, Well, you know how it changes from that classroom to uh, the one, the other. You did notice that, right? I
1: didn't notice. How? I didn't notice. I
0: don't know. I wasn't
1: paying the, attention to the classroom.
0: The the door is up against the wall, not to the left side. Um, the other class uh, classroom, the door is on the left side. The desk is on the right side. Uh, the chairs are facing to the right instead of to the left. And I think it had. Um, I think the chairs might have been different, but I'm not entirely sure on that. But the chairs in like the pilot looked a lot. So you're fungier. saying they
1: filmed it like in an actual classroom.
0: It kind of had that sense to me, yes. Okay.
1: I mean, it makes sense, because why would you build a set for a show you don't know is going to get picked up? Yeah, yeah. See, nowadays, everything just gets picked up to series, like, right away. Um, Yeah, I just, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't notice.
0: Wow. That was, like, the thing that smacked me in the face. I'm like, this is not my classroom. I want my classroom. (laughs) Uh, Do you have any other takes for uh, Season 1, Episode 1?
1: No, I mean, I just... It was a perfect pilot for the show to me. Like yeah. I said, it sets a, a lot of what the show is is in this first episode, and it's funny. And you, other than Topanga, do introduce you know a lot of the key um, characters. I, I I really liked it.
0: Like, yeah, I guess the only other thing we didn't mention is like Mr. Feeney, the teacher, who's the mentor. He's also Corey's neighbor, and during the treehouse scene, Corey sees uh, Mr. Feeney. Uh, setting up a, like, dinner for two, gets a phone call, looks sad, puts away a plate and eats by himself. And, like, the end scene is, like, uh, Mr. Feeney asking out another teacher and saying, like, oh, I'm a great cook. My uh, sister was supposed to visit me, but she had to cancel. And then he looks over to Corey and goes, like, you, are you confused now? Yes. Good. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, was Mr. Feeney telling the truth there? Because that seemed very romantic of a setup for a sister visit.
1: I don't know. That just seems like how Mr. Feeney would <laughs>
0: serve food <laughs> to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like if the candles were not involved. <laughs> oh. Uh, Everything else is just like, okay, sure, but the candle, that, that, that threw me off. But maybe, maybe he eats every meal with a candle. <laughs> I, I could see that. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a good, strong, like, first episode. Again, uh, Corey is a very strong character, and Mr. Feeny being the mentor figure is uh, incredible. The next episode we watched was season one, episode four. Corey's Alternative Friends, which was your pick for the episodes. Uh, so do you wanna like talk about it?
1: This was the episode. Well well, I'm gonna say it because you've seen it this way. This was the episode where um Corey became self-conscious about his hair because he's got very curly hair. It's like basically a fro. And he heard, overheard these two, I guess, like they seemed to have the vibe of like they're kind of popular girls or whatever. Right. Talking about someone, and, and they said, what, did, what was the? Oh, uh, they, Brillo, Brillo? head. Brillo had, yeah, they described him as a Brillo head. He thinks they're talking about him, and that just makes him spiral because that's how Corey is. And um, he's just like, I, What am I supposed to do with this? You know? Um, so he decides to straighten it, and it goes terribly. <laughs> He's got the worst fucking straight hair I've ever seen. It like it's like a helmet of hair. And like yes. when, when he wears a hat, it like takes the form of the hat too. And then he has like a, a duck bill hair thing going on. But the reason for the title, Corey's Alternative Friends, is because <laughs> people keep making fun of him or or he feels like he can't even hang out with like, you know, Sean because not only he's making fun of him, but also because like he's like not cool enough to be with Sean. Cause Corey's always down on himself about you yes. know, something. And uh, so then he ends up hanging out with like what are the how would you describe him? the outcasts? Yeah, because they're all different. I can't say like they're like all nerds or geeks. They're all different, very different people. Um, and that's actually how he like hangs out with like uh, Topanga.
0: Well, yeah, he hangs out. But he also got put in a project with her that's assignment with her. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Mr. Feeney did not like the assignment he did with Sean, even though honestly, even though even though they change it to baseball, like I don't know, they seem to have researched the, what they were supposed to research, they just turned the assignment to what they're interested in, which was stupid.
1: But wait, but what was the assignment? Because they just they were just shouting out facts about like.
0: Uh, it seems locations. it was about uh, pollution. So they were okay. talking about how different, uh, two different cities had different to- like pollutions. Yeah, and then going, how it affected like, the teams, <laughs> the baseball teams. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, the
1: the funny, um, like visual gag in that scene though is that they they pull out pointers. Like, yeah, like slap the map with, but they're not looking at all at what they're doing. So they just keep (laughs) slapping like a random country and then going Denver. And like, and then, uh, Mr. Feeney has to keep like moving it to the right spot. But then, even though they're already on the place, he corrected them, (laughs) they slap it
0: again, a different country Denver. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, there are, there are good gags, uh, in these early episodes. But yeah, so Sean got, teamed up with minkus and this was probably like one of the few times sean was positive on minkus going like he doesn't trust me and he's the best student in the class so he's just gonna do everything and put my name on it so minkus is like a god to me <laughs> i think that's like legitimately what he says yeah and uh cory gets teamed up with topanga who is um hippy dippy Kind of alternative girl, spiritual. Spiritual, yes. Yeah, like she goes, like, "Let me hold your hand to see if we're compatible." Like,
1: yeah, she senses his vibrations. She says they're vibrationally compatible.
0: Which is funny that uh, Topanga starts out that way. And
1: you know, I miss that version of Topanga. I think she didn't have to be like that, like all the time. But like, I wish that they incorporated more of that. They mention it. They do callbacks later on, but I. I mean, I guess it makes sense too, you know people grow up and you know before she was like you know just being raised by her parents, who also were supposed to be like you know hippie type or whatever, then you're right. in school surrounded by kids who are not like that, and you know I guess you change over time, but she was funnier and more interesting to me, not to say she's not funny and a great yeah, character yeah. later on, but
0: yeah, well, I mean later on she's like funny and a great character, and kind of like she's the main character's girlfriend, later wife uh, type of way where this was i don't know more of a characteristic of her own personality and i guess i don't know uh maybe i'm misremembering wrong but maybe if they kept like some like she was a little bit more of an activist even like in the college years or something like that yeah uh, that would have been good Kept something Mm -hmm. Uh, but instead it's like oh it was a phase kind of like how uh like baseball uh,
1: yeah, because, uh, I'm sorry, just because you said activist, their project, she's trying to make a case for, like, um, the issue with global warming, right?
0: Right. Yeah, protecting Jesus. the planet. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how long we've been dealing with this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, But also, her, like, idea for the project was alternative dance while Corey yeah. recites a poem.
1: Yeah, he recites a poem that she wrote, and she's doing interpretive dance to it, and then she... I didn't get that part but I mean it's interpretive so I guess she takes the lipstick and then she like does a circle on her face and then a line through it and, and... <laughs>
0: I think it was supposed to represent the sun and then oh,
1: and the line through it is like yeah what, like we're fucking up yeah <laughs> but either way it's fucking hilarious especially because Corey's reactions too. like it's like he's afraid to keep reading
0: like because what is she gonna do next <laughs> type of thing <laughs> Uh, But the best part is when uh, Sean comes in and goes like, (laughs) oh, you know, that? like use a mirror or something like that.
1: He he looks at her and goes, use a mirror,
0: babe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just, it's fun. Uh, But yeah, then that's when the straightening happens. And then let's just talk about the outcast because there's Topanga, who's the hippy dippy spiritual one. There's Minkus, who's the smart, nerdy kid. There's a kid who wears a cape.
1: Who doesn't acknowledge that he's wearing a cape.
0: Right. And then there's a girl in overalls. I don't know what her issue was. (laughs) I'm like, she seems fine. (laughs) Maybe she just likes them and that makes her an outcast? I don't fucking know. But I was just like staring at that child for a long time going like, are overalls a problem? (laughs) But yeah, the, the outcasts wanna save the uh librarian because she's being forced into retirement and uh they can't get any signatures because they're the outcast. And Cory, now the new outcast, who came from the real the, the normal world, gives them advice on how to save the librarian. <laughs> this is a weird episode.
1: <laughs> a lot <It's>, happens too. <laughs>
0: there's a lot there's a lot going on, a lot being juggled here,
1: but they do it really well, yeah, like it's not until you're laying it out right now that it seems like whoa <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh,
0: but they uh decide to chain themselves up in the hallway to block students and force them to sign the uh petition to keep the librarian, and they are able to do it by uh Corey reminding them that the librarian is old. Uh, doesn't notice the stupid shit kids do and if they hire a new person it was gonna be someone young who will have ideas
1: <laughs> well they were saying they were able to get away with things yes you know with the like she didn't care she cared about them but not enough to like enforce the rules or, or dig too deep when she asked them a right. question she wasn't gonna like question them like that and so the, they're like look we love having her as a librarian, and we don't know who we're gonna get if we right. get someone else. And Corey's like, she's gonna have something to prove if we get someone new, so she's gonna be strict.
0: <laughs> but it works. Yeah, it works. They go sign the petition. The other kids unchain themselves, but Topanga and Corey don't uh, for a reason because they're having a conversation.
1: I'm, I'm imagining Topanga has the E as well in that scenario because, you know, he does nothing unless. He's just acting like he doesn't want what comes next,
0: <laughs> which maybe also it's I guess I wonder how that would go in like today's society, two kids chained up, and like <laughs> the guy is saying no, <laughs> but the girl still kisses him i I wonder how that would play, but it but it's also like Corey seems to be saying no more so. I don't know. Maybe he was just not ready for that situation.
1: Yeah, it's more it's like also a
0: fair. He, uh,
1: it's yeah, it's more. I don't know. It's more like uh he's a. He's just afraid. He's just yeah. afraid as a little kid, and um, he doesn't really try to stop her. That's the thing. Like he's saying that, but he's just like wiggling like the thing on his arm. He doesn't do anything to push her away or anything like that. He's just like, oh no, like
0: I, I can't escape this. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know it. It still to me reads a little weird. Maybe not problematic, but weird. But it it's fine. They're soulmates, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't feel weird at all. It was funny.
0: Yeah. Well, she kisses him to make the moment more special. Uh, and then like at the end of the episode, she kind of makes mention like Corey's hat. Like Corey really likes his uh red Phillies cap or yeah. whatever. Saying, like, oh, this is, like, the only thing that kind of separates you from the other kids. Which, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you would think No, she's other saying kids... his look. Well, no, like, before he even, like, changes his hair. No, that's what like, I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah,
1: yeah. like, she's saying that he looks like everyone else except for his bright red hat. That's pretty much what she was saying. Like, she was saying it's good to be different. She was trying to say it's good to be different. Like, do you yeah, yeah, really yeah. want to look like everyone else? And then she, then she just says, like, you look like everyone else except for this bright red hat that you wear, you know? And then he says that, you know, it's his favorite team and, you know, it's important to him. And then,
0: But aren't they in Philadelphia? Yeah, but I'm just how saying, many people
1: are, like he seems to be the biggest baseball fan there. Like not even Sean is like, he really cares about it. You know what I mean? It's just more like Mm -hmm. his best friend cares about it. So he kind of,
0: right. Okay. He's
1: a, he's one of those diehards, you know, they established that right away.
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, at the end of the episode, um, Topanga's wearing a hat and I don't know if it's supposed to insinuate that Corey gave her the hat or if she bought the hat.
1: Yeah, I, think, I think he gave her the hat. Yeah. That's why I'm like, it, there's more going on there before the kiss. Like, even when they're doing the project and he's looking at her like she's weird, he's also looking at her like, who is this person? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, you can tell the the crush is building there. And Topanga's just outright about the fact that she likes him, you know? Mm, um, yeah. That's only four episodes in. And I don't know if they knew that that was going to be for the length of the show, but the chemistry is really strong between the two of them. Like, they really feel like two people who, you know, would like each other. And they're just little kids. But I guess, like, the moral of this one is, like, don't be shallow.
0: Yeah, don't be shallow. Don't be, um... mm, Like, don't try to hide your true self. I think plays a part of it, too.
1: Yeah, but that has to do with Okay I, okay, I guess that's a better way to put it, but it's like, because he was s- shallow, and, and because everyone else is shallow, like, he's afraid of, like, people's perceptions, so he wants to just fit in and just be like, he's hiding who he is, right, To yeah. to, to just match other people's expectations of him, but when he becomes an outcast, he also finds that he likes those people a lot more than he thought he would because he was being shallow like he was he was only ever like outward appearances you know like matter the most now he knows who these people are and he's like oh you know they're not bad they're cool in their own way sean tries to tell him the same thing to be fair early in the show uh, in the episode you remember he was like he says like who cares he 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 takes like jabs but he's also like it doesn't matter you know Like, I'm your friend, like, with your Brillo head, (laughs) so it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, yeah, when uh, he was, yeah, talking about, yeah, about how he's being self-conscious about his head. Yeah, yeah. Though it was Sean, and in this episode, they give Sean a sister, and that gets retconned out right away. Yeah,
1: totally forgot he had a sister at any point.
0: Yeah, and I actually went to look it up. Apparently they were gonna have like the third boy be the one to be like, uh, to be like, oh my sister did this, and kind of give it to Corey or something. But I guess that kid got fired.
1: Whole <laughs> <Cool> world <laughs> um, tossing so, kids out into the street.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's just maybe he couldn't keep the commitment with school. Who knows? It was a different world back then too. So they had to like switch to Sean doing that, being the character and having the sister because they had the joke where the sister they call the sister be like, Is it supposed to be burning? How long have you had it in your hair? Twenty minutes? Like you should have washed it out twenty minutes ago. Like what the fuck?
1: No, how long has it been burning? That's what it was. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and then he says forty-five minutes. (laughs) And then she said, Well, you should have took it out forty-five
0: minutes ago. Oh, God. And then, yeah, like, fucking read the instructions. Like, what the fuck, stupid kids.
1: Uh, well, Sean was acting like he knew what he was doing.
0: Yeah. Oh, my sister does it all the time, you know? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this was, you picked out this episode. It was a great pick. I'm glad we got it because this is a great introduction to Topanga because she plays a very pivotal role later on. I guess we're ready to move on to the next one, which was season three, episode 13, new friends and old. They are now in high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got some new characters. Uh, The main one in this is Frankie, who is one of the bullies of the John Adams high who torments, uh, Corey and Sean with his other uh, friends, Eddie and whoever the third one is that changes on later in the season. So I don't actually know which one is which right now. Mm-hmm. But Eddie got suspended. The I think the episode starts with.
1: Wait, wait, you're saying who the bully was? Like the main
0: bully? Uh, Yeah. Kiner. Kiner. But also like Kiner.
1: Becomes someone else at some point.
0: Well, left the show and they brought in a new bully who is more like kinda was like eighties kind of Yeah, yeah bully. he's like Greece. He's yes. like he's from
1: Greece. Yeah, but I think he's still the guy in this one.
0: Okay. Later on they bring in another bully who's more like st- streetwise and kind of more like intellectually a bully. But yeah, Frankie uh gets in trouble because apparently he helped get Corey and Sean into cheerleading uniforms?
1: Well, it's not that he helped them, it's that they, he took their clothes and left that. Oh, okay. So that was okay. their only option to cover themselves up with.
0: And so they had to tell the story to Feeney. Feeney lets them leave to go get changed, but it happens when uh, classes let out, which sucks for them. <laughs> but yeah, this is very, a more... Well, there's like two plots going on, as always, uh, A plot and B plot. And the A plot is like, Frankie gets in trouble for this. They bring in his parents, uh, his father being a wrestler, I guess, at, during that time. <laughs> I forget what the wrestler's name was. It wasn't like a main guy, or at least not to me. Like, the way he acted, like, clearly wrestler. But yeah, pretty much Mr. Feeney tells, like, Frankie, like, hey, you need to make better friends. You you can You gotta stop walking in this uh, crowd of you know uh, bullies and stuff like that. You're a good kid, blah, blah blah. I don't know some bullshit like that. So Frankie goes to beat up Corey and Sean for snitching because also like his one friend Eddie, the other bully, um, got suspended. Got suspended for this act. And Corey and Sean, who didn't. I don't think they knew like Feeney told Frankie to make new friends offered to be Frankie's friend while Eddie is like suspended. And Frankie uh, takes them on up on that offer, though, trying to clarify, like, are you doing this out of the goodness of your heart or because you want to avoid me beating the shit out of you? And even though they straight up lied to him and said, like, no, no, we really want to be your friend. Uh, he took that as a good faith gesture. And the B plot that's going on in this is there's an another character that got introduced in the high school is Mr. Turner. Who is a teacher. He's the cool young teacher trying to get uh, kids interested in English, I believe. And I guess at this point, Sean is living with Mr. Turner. Because Sean's father abandoned him. Yeah. (laughs) Lack of a better word. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what happened. (laughs) Regardless of the intention, that's what happened. Um, But before we get too off track, I just wanted to say, because obviously, like, Turner was already, you know, in the show for, you know, Sean to be living with him. So it's not much about, like, you know, him. That was a great freaking character too. Yes. I really liked Mr. Turner, especially because not only he he was as good a teacher as Feeney, but totally opposite. Yeah. So it was like showing me, you know, there's not one way to do anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's two two totally different styles and they get the same or different results, but equally important results, you know, yeah. in, in the development of their kids.
0: And not only that, like he also grows at like, because he's a brand new teacher. He's like learning how to be a teacher while doing all this. He's learning how to kind of be a parent when it comes to Sean.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Which he was not ready for that. No, but he's trying, he tries Um, his
0: best though. Yeah. Which is amazing. And I just wonder in like a real world situation, how that would work. Like, well, I think in the past
1: that kind of stuff is act was actually more possible, right? Like right. people weren't as tracked. Now it's like you know everything about the kid that's in the school and there'd be a conflict there. Like the you know, it wouldn't just fly like that.
0: Yeah, like teachers nowadays like they can't even be like, "Oh, you can't if you have social media, you have to keep it private. You can't like add students." Yeah. The the some or at least some schools are ridiculous in that way. I've like Seen like being on TikTok like teachers who are on TikTok TikTok, pretty much being told like getting fired for having TikToks but
1: the way it would happen now is that that Mr. Turner would have had to report it to social services who would then have taken Sean out of the custody of his parents even though his parents weren't there and then put him up for like foster or you know something like that
0: yeah and And like and terrible the best case situation now that would have been uh, Corey's family being able to take him in as like a family friend kind of situation, maybe.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, again, I don't want to get too off the episode, but we've actually yeah, yeah. seen that and it actually doesn't work well. Do you remember? Yeah. I, it,
0: it, 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 it's, it's kind of a problem. <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like that happened multiple times uh,
1: where... Yep, but there was w- one episode where they tried to actually be like, like this is going to be how it is for a while right you know um and it just it didn't work out
0: yeah but yeah the b plot is mr turner keeps getting uh messages from an old uh flame of his and we kind of learned some more of uh mr turner's background where apparently he came from a very rich family he decided not to join the family business uh so he kind of i guess got thrown out of the family or ostracized from his family to go be a teacher and have his own life. And the girl who keeps calling was like his girlfriend at the time who everyone assumed they were going to get married. She was also from a rich family. Uh, it seems what the, at the time when he chose to leave, she was against it against him, like leaving the family and trying to find his own way. It's such a small B plot I'm just going to finish it off. She comes, they ha- they have a date where they catch up and you find out that she uh she also kind of found her own way in life. She become like uh starts a business her own business that isn't related to her family. Uh she finds uh she lives in her own apartment that she's paying for stuff like that. And Mr. Turner comes home talking to Sean about it going like And, you know, I kind of really expected her to be this way, but I guess you can't really judge a person from, like, past experiences or something along those lines, which makes Sean think. Now, before all that, uh, Corey and Sean kind of learn the benefits of having Frankie, the enforcer, as their friend, as a bunch of middle schoolers, I guess? Like, was that their age? Like, seventh graders?
1: Yeah, I think. I don't know.
0: Yeah, a bunch of seventh graders are like terrified of Frankie and giving them their food at like the hangout spot because yeah,
1: they use him. They yeah. use Frankie's presents to get things and. Yeah, to get like better.
0: meals, to change the name of one of the kids. I forget what they name it to. <laughs> It's something like dancing and it, it's funny because that comes back because um, they get a message to meet up back at the school and it's it's the seventh graders throwing a coup on them pretty much be like, oh, where what are you now without Frankie? And they were going to beat the shit out of Corey and Sean. <laughs> it's a weird fucking episode. Uh
1: well, they were being bullied by people they knew couldn't bully them themselves. They just had Frankie on their side. So they right. isolated them and were going to jump
0: them. <laughs> 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 and it's funny because they're like, who's leading you into this? And then now comes the kid. Dancer? Or is- whatever the fuck they changed. it. It's dancing. Mm-hmm. I want to keep saying dances with squirrels, but that's combining like a different nickname for a different character. But yeah, then like Frankie comes in because he was actually going to have a meeting with uh, Corey and Sean because he realized they were taking advantage of him. And he no longer, he wanted to be, he wanted the friendship that Corey and Sean had. Yeah. He wanted to be, he no longer wanted to be the enforcer. He wanted to be Frankie.
1: He wanted to be seen for who he is.
0: Right. And they kind of touch on it like he loves poetry, apparently loves exercise. He was able to keep up with Corey on the fucking bike.
1: And it's Sean that, like you said, he was made to thank by Mr. Turner. He's the one that steps up in that moment to be like, look, Frankie isn't what you think he is to the other kids. And and he's the first one to do the right thing there. Yes. Like, you know, Corey, Corey fucks up all the time, but he also is usually the one to then try to fix it as well. But it's yeah. like in this, he, he was like, no, Frankie, roll over these kids. <laughs> like, it was Sean who was like, no, no, we can't use him like that anymore. <laughs> and then Corey's like, damn it, you're right. <laughs> and then, he's, you know, then they start talking about all the positive things about him and how he's not who everyone thinks he is.
0: Yeah, he's loyal. He loves poetry. He's a great guy. You just got to get to know him. And then Frankie smiles and the kids... <clears throat> <laughs> like he's baring his teeth, run! <laughs> and so it's like Corey and Sean being like, "Hey, I'm I'm sorry, man." It's like, okay, it's okay. Do you guys actually want to try to be friends now? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I I kind of wish they kind of keep that from what I remember going yeah, on later on. But it's, but
1: it's not like um, he could have been more a part of the show with them being his friend or something.
0: Yeah like maybe standing up for them when Eddie comes back. But now like later on, like he goes back to his bully ways. Um, Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, so the way
1: the relationship plays out after that is like when Kiner or whatever the other bully is there, he still does what that person wants him to do, but he's regretful about it now. Cause he likes Sean and Corey (laughs) and then Sean and Corey are kind of like, we get it. (laughs) Like, like we know you have to do this. We know you don't want to do this. And whenever he's separate, you know, they'd have like little moments and like, they help him with other problems later on in the show as well. Yeah.
0: Like I, I think later on they like have Thanksgiving with him. Uh, (laughs) Like, I think like he, whenever he's, Involved and he's by himself, you're absolutely right. He's like, yeah, no, we're friends <laughs> I'm, it's I'm not personal it's
1: not personal when it's the other stuff <laughs> right,
0: but it's like I, I just remember like later on, he does come, and he's like one of the most polite people when he's talking to his family, being like, Oh, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Matthews is Cory here? I need to speak to him about this, and it's just like. But yeah, no, the second he's back with his bully friends, yeah, he's the enforcer. He's a fun character. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I liked him. He was funny. I wrote down some things that I thought were funny. One of them is a visual gag early on when uh, Frankie's talking to Mr. Feeney and his father's there. And Frankie (laughs) and his father are huge guys, right? Like, they are big guys. So he's talking to them the whole time. And then when they're done talking... (laughs) They move and you see the mother was there the whole time, but she's a tiny lady. So you just could not see her. So just the visual aspect was already funny as it was. But then to like top it off, Mr. Feeney goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fact that she has to like live in this situation, I guess.
0: Well, I, I guess it's also like, oh, she gave birth to Frankie. <laughs> um, and then. Like maybe this is going too adult into the metaphor, but also like she would have yeah, she's a with, relationship <laughs> with the husband who towers. Like even them just sharing a bed, just sleeping there. It's just like wow, he must take up the whole bed.
1: When she, when he, when he says it too, the mother looks kind of like like yeah, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> uh, Um, another one that I have written down is, um, oh, I mean, it's, it's just, it's with the father again at the end, you know, like, you know how the episode will end and then they'll have like a little like bonus scene afterwards that isn't that important, but you know, it's usually like something funny. Uh, Frankie's father is getting ready to go to a match. And he comes in, and he's, he's in character. He has to be in character, hyping himself up, apparently. And he's just, like, acting crazy on everyone. And then he does it to Corey's mom. And she's just like, oh, stop it, Francis. You're not like this at the PTA meetings. But it was just funny because he's, like, intimidating everyone, does it to her. And she just kind of, like, like, brushes him off. And she's tiny, yeah. too. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I mean, they, ha- they clearly have a different kind of relationship a more friendly relationship. So yeah, it's just yeah. like, why why are you doing this? You're not you're not on stage. You're in my house. Like what the fuck?
1: Was there anything you remember, or stood out, or you want to move on to the next episode?
0: I I, th- I think we can move on. Like I don't think there's anything other anything else that stands out. It's just it's a, it was a good strong episode for one of our random picks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's also like don't be shallow. Like don't judge a book by its cover. Like, oh, absolutely. Get yeah. to know people. Don't just like let your first impression be the whole thing. I guess.
0: And also like a maybe more minor moral lesson: people can don't, change as well. Don't use don't use your friends. Don't use people. Yeah, yeah. Because then you're gonna start a coup and get your ass kicked. Like. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, some people need to be told that, I guess. I guess the next, is the next episode, season five, episode 17? Yeah. And then there was Sean. This was my pick. (laughs) Not for any, like, significant reason. Uh, More so, like, this is just one of those episodes that stay stood in my head. It's one of the Uh, most
1: fun ones. Yes. They've done, for sure.
0: Yeah, because it's definitely, like, an homage to horror films. Uh, to slasher fix, but
1: also specifically, is it not specifically Scream at that point? Didn't Scream come out?
0: Yeah, I think it was probably that's the big defining one Scream, yeah, but also <laughs> like all the like made up movies that they yeah. uh like mention are definitely more like 80s horror, kind of like you know, Friday the 13th kind of. Sound, kind of sounding movies, yeah. I don't know. Some of them
1: were definitely like like I, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer kind of sounding titles as well. Okay, um, yeah, that's fair. But it, yeah, it's, it's a really fun episode. Also, maybe it was in your mind. I mean, maybe when you think of Boy Meets World, it comes to mind already, I don't know. But also, it was just Halloween, and like that's like the Halloween episode that I think yeah, of. Yeah, maybe. I think of Boy well, actually,
0: that's the funniest thing. I looked into this. This came out on February 27th. It was not in October.
1: Well, okay, when the original episode aired, sure, but they would air it every Halloween. Yeah, yeah. That's why absolutely. I know it as the Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. Right? but yeah. But,
0: I, but I, I was just like, this must have came out as close to October as they can. And then I'm looking, I'm like, February. I guess, it, I guess there's love in this.
1: <laughs> trying, trying to keep it together, anyways.
0: Uh yes. It this is a f- this is like you said a fun episode where Cory and Topanga uh apparently broke up. I don't know if this is from like the ski trip. I don't know where this Mm-mm. takes place. Yep. This was a different breaking up situation.
1: Yeah, I don't think this was the ski trip.
0: I think this is before that. Uh I don't remember the reason they broke up and it's kind of not mentioned, but It's causing, like, a friction in their friend group. Like, Corey can't sit behind Topanga, even though he's done that all his life. So he swaps uh, seats with Sean. And then some random kid who we've never met before, Kenny, (laughs) asks to borrow a pencil from Topanga. And Sean is just like, how fucking dare you ask her anything? I I know the tricks. I've borrowed many pencils in my day.
1: He says, nobody's borrowed more pencils than Sean Hunter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and people have to be like, dude, calm down. <laughs> um, and it, it kind of continues to the point where Feeny tells like, everyone to like swap seats. So like Topinga's on one end, Corey's on the other, and Sean's in the middle. And he's getting frustrated with how kind of Sean's like acting up. And he's like, one more interruption, and it's just detention. (laughs) And then the creepy-ass janitor walks by, looks into the room, and then just walks away. And Feeny is just like, you know what? Yeah, detention. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. Like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) So, Corey, Sean, Topanga... Angela, who is, were Sean and Angela dating? Like, I, I I, was a little confused at this point.
1: I don't remember if they were dating dating yet. Man, it's hard. Or were they just it's like hard friends? To t- you know, like, there were so many breakups <laughs> between. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know.
0: It was also weird because it, I don't know. It kind of, like, plays out, like, whenever Corey is, like, broken up with Topanga, all of a sudden Sean is also broken up with Angela. I
1: don't I don't know. I, I disagree with that because it okay. Sean and Angela were always on and off. So it That's true. For for, for for Corey and Topanga to break up and uh Sean and Angela to be broken up is not that hard considering <laughs> Sean and Angela were broken up half the time, you know?
0: Right. <laughs> uh but yeah, she's part of this episode. I think she was uh, she's a great screamer. <laughs> like, maybe that's a weird thing to say, but there's a bit of me that wants to see if she's done any horror films because she fucking nailed the scream. Yeah. <laughs> and did it repeatedly too. Yeah. Like, that must have fucked up her voice. Uh, but the, also the other kid that got uh, detention was Kenny. Well, there's also a, There's multiple South Park
1: references in yes. the show. And they introduce him for him to die.
0: Literally he dies and Eric yells, "Oh my god." Or maybe it wasn't Eric because how would he know his name?
1: No, it was Eric. It oh, was Eric. You know his name. Cuz it doesn't matter. Cuz <laughs> <Okay. it>, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, he was like, "Oh my god, they killed Kenny."
1: <laughs> and I I think he goes to say, "You bastards," but gets cut off. Like, oh, okay. so I, yeah, 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 I never noticed that before. But um, also
0: like um when for whatever reason, Eric, uh, Corey's brother and Jack Sean's long lost brother, a half brother, I guess, comes into the school for whatever reason. And Eric is like,
2: hi, how?
0: Yeah. Which another, I'm just like, the, like, they kill Kenny. Like, I'm like, okay, that's funny. And then, like, just having two South Park references, I'm like, what was going on in South Park at the time? (laughs) It was just huge. Like it, yeah, it just that, that's just when
1: it was uh you know starting up I think um but yeah that was a Mister Hankey the Christmas poo reference yes. the howdy ho thing and yeah Kenny I wonder if there was more you know I wasn't really looking out for it but those two things were just so obvious
0: yeah I wonder if maybe they were like oh well we're getting out so many references to like horror you know scream and all that. Uh, maybe we should just also go with South Park because when where else are we gonna be able to do these references? Mm-hmm. You know?
1: So but in this episode, I mean we already said it, right? They like they brought Kenny in to die. So people actually do start dying. Do you want to <laughs> Well, okay, no, before you say how he dies, that whole joke, uh one of the funniest parts to me was um when they're trying to figure it out, like in a screen movie where they're like, Oh, well these right. are the tropes and blah blah blah. And they keep saying Kenny's going to die first. And he's like, why do you keep saying that? And then Corey goes, well, it's certainly not going to be one of us. Like, what, what's, what are you doing? Like, but he's saying that because they're the key players. They're the main, you know,
0: characters. Yeah. And Kenny gets killed by having a pencil shoved through his head, which I guess maybe foreshadows the killer. Oh,
1: yeah. I didn't, I didn't put that together. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That makes it so much funnier now. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, <laughs> and it, it's a great scene because you just see him with the pencil through his head. He falls down, and you see the pencil line on the wall as he's stabbed straight through. Yeah, and then I think it's Corey that goes up and goes like, "We'll always remember he was this tall." <laughs> it's just like Jesus Christ, Corey. That's savage. <laughs> Uh, but yeah he's the first to die so they think it's the janitor they're locked into the room because Feeney locks them in so they think it's either the janitor or Mr. Feeney playing a really fucked up like lesson for them (laughs) like don't disturb my class or I'll kill you I think that's literally a line (laughs) and it's great because like uh, Sean is talking about like Oh, the killer is always gonna be walking in the back of the scenes when uh the when we're not looking, and they all look to the behind them and the killer runs uh in front of the camera.
1: Even the the reference when they're talking about the the like the virgin trope, right? Like who, oh, the virgins yes. will live or whatever. So then um uh Sean's brother and Eric are both like, Well, we're out, but then Sean goes like well, I would get hurt as much as humanly possible without actually dying.
0: Which that seems... <laughs> like, I guess they were trying to just make... I don't know, because Sean was still in high school. I guess they didn't want to say he fucked. <laughs> but I feel like Sean would have been the character that absolutely fucked.
1: I don't know. Maybe not, because, like... We, we've we seen all... Like, yeah, it's possible, but we've seen his relationships on the show. and. He's in a school where like he's supposed to be in a different school district or something. Like he's like the one poor kid. Everyone else there is like affluent, it seems. And well, um I, I guess and they technically, outcast him
0: because of that. I, I mean also the other poor kids is like Frankie and the other bullies oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Frankie is from the same trailer park as Sean. Oh, yeah, yeah. But still, I like I remember the show, like Sean was a Not a playboy, but he got he was dating. He was. Yeah, but he was happy
1: with, you know, dating, kissing and then other things that are not quite, you know, going to this. I guess.
0: Yeah. I would say kissing is pretty intimate, but whatever. Everyone has their own lines.
1: Oh, um, this is just something I just want to say before I forget. It's not the introduction of this version of the character, but it was the first one we saw that has this version of the character. Dumb Eric. Oh, yes. He's very funny, but I thought he was funny in the early episodes, and he wasn't fucking dumb. You know what I mean? He was just a normal guy, you know? Right. But in um, this one, he's pretty dumb. <laughs> and it gets yeah. worse as the show goes on, which we also see, you know, in, these, uh, in, the, in the last episode. I liked Eric when he was more of a character than just yeah. like, this one-dimensional
0: clown. It definitely goes further. Maybe it didn't like uh hit that hard in this because this is also kind of a ridiculous episode. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So it kind of fit that. I'm sorry. Theme. I just
1: thought about how he made out with Jennifer Love Hewitt, who is Jennifer Love Fefferman in the show. Yes. Um. <laughs> Straight away. But how did they get her in the show? Like, was Boy they were dating that big? At the... What? Yeah, but how did they get that actress in the show?
0: Eric, the oh. Oh, the they actor, were literally dating
1: the actor and the actress. Yeah, they were not, literally dating at okay, the so time. Not, okay. So, not Eric. <laughs> okay. No, that's, that's, okay. That makes a lot of sense then. Cause I was like, how? Like, this was just some random kid show. And then she was the known person at the time.
0: So that probably helped. And then, I don't know, Boy Meets World at what? What is this season five? It's yeah. just like, it works. Like, it, It was at one of its prime moments.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before the fall, I would say. I I enjoyed the next two seasons, but they're not as strong. They're just not.
0: Yeah. So, Kenny dies, then Mr. Feeny dies with scissors stuck to the back of him.
1: Which was funny to me because the scissors are, like, barely in. It's not like the pencil that, like, went through Kenny's head. These are just, like, barely in him. How did he die? (laughs)
0: Uh, hey, it hit directly on the spine. Uh, he's an old man. It looks like the shitty scissors too that they give you.
1: Like, well, not anymore. Now they have even shittier ones that they give kids. But like the shitty metal ones that yeah, yeah,
0: are like blunted
1: on the ends. Yeah, a bit.
0: because Feeny died, they all blame the janitor, which means the janitor has to die, and then they start accusing each other. Which fun moment. Or is just going down the line, giving his little speech about how one of them is the murderer.
1: No, what what does Topanga say? Where then he suspects her?
0: Oh, God. I don't know. I just
1: remember she said, like, I don't know, her, uh, Corey and Sean, like, drive her crazy or something. And, and he's, like, crazy enough to murder. <laughs> <laughs> or to kill. He says, to yeah. kill.
0: <laughs> and then, like, straight up, like, later on, Sean kind of blames Topanga for all this. Yeah. Going like well this didn't happen when you two worked together. Which like we'll get into why it's we'll get into why later but at the moment it's like that's problematic thinking. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, then they meet Jennifer Eric right away like trust her and like just starts making out of with her straight away and jennifer is like pretty okay with it
1: yeah she just says "Ooh, you're friendly after he's like switching your face
0: yeah i'm just saying like if you did that in real life at best you're getting a slap
1: yeah but even in the show it's not real life
0: right? yeah, 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 yeah like
1: everyone's dying you know this isn't like
0: it's you a know something episode. Up. yeah it ends up it ends yeah.
1: up being a dream episode
0: yeah and again, I guess that's why, like you know you can pass on some of the, the the only other thing I will mention here is just Jennifer is definitely playing a high school student, right? She said she was in study hall and she's like stayed late for whatever reason, and Eric at this time was in college. jeez, you didn't that didn't even cross your mind, did it? No because i like maybe if I had
1: watched episodes leading up to it, but we just watched you know.
0: Well, I knew he was in college because he was with Jack. They literally, maybe he wasn't in college, but he was, like, I think he skipped a year or something. Because he was trying to figure himself out. Uh, but I'm pretty sure when it, him and Jack are friends and are living together, they were both going to college at the time. Or just about to start college. I Is it weird that I'm the one that finds the problematic shit? I mean, it,
1: but again, it, it, I think you might be over-exaggerating, right? If she's a senior, he was just a senior. They're like, they could be the same age.
0: If she was a senior, yes. Yeah. Technically, we don't know that. We don't, but she does look
1: older than, like, Corey, Sean, and Topanga. She does look more like his age. I don't know.
0: But yeah, let's see. I, I listed uh, how they die. So they go to the library. Eric didn't know the school had a library. Uh, they split up, and Corey and Jennifer uh, are are like in a group. I don't know. I kind of got the vibe that Jennifer was like flirting with him a little bit. I maybe, and
1: that's why the books get pushed on her. Right? She like, was
0: netted.
1: Yeah, she's blinded. yeah. She was
0: the fourth to die. The books are <laughs> pushed off the top shelf, lands on her, not Corey somehow. And, and, and somehow just a row of books is enough to kill a person. Yes! <laughs> and it's amazing. And Eric is like, oh no, Jennifer, no, no, and runs. And, and Jennifer's like, picked. well, Jennifer's like, I think I know who it is. And then mm-hmm. books get toppled on top of Eric, and they both die together. Uh, romantic love. Jack panics because he feels like he can't pay for the apartment anymore. So he runs to the window To go throw himself out the window and die. Because how can he live without the rent money? When really it's like, how can he live without his lover, Eric? Like, come on. But then Angela stops him and reminds him that Sean also lives with him. And they will somehow find rent. But then the killer pushes them both out the window because they were standing on the ledge. That just leaves Sean... Corey and Topanga and Sean reveals who the killer is and it was Sean and we find out it's a dream and the dream was pretty much a metaphor of how Sean feels like nothing matters except for Cory and Topanga's love like they should be together
1: yeah but again I think it goes to like the show's general issues of growing up where like again the anxiety of change right Yes. things are a certain way. Things are good in Sean's mind. Why are you changing this? Why are you making my friends like? Because because Corey's different when he's you know when he's in that place. He because he's never without Topanga long enough for us to see what he would be like, you know. Again, but he's always in that depressive state. So he's not the guy that Sean knows and loves. And then it's like, why is this happening? You know, he just doesn't want to accept that that could happen.
0: Also, I guess he blames himself. For their separation as well? Cause that kind of gets brought up uh when he's like wakes up from the dream and <laughs> uh goes to the front of the class and like gives a speech.
1: Yeah, I don't remember the context of like what yeah. happened in the episodes leading up to it to so know why that's the case. But
0: well well like I remember like Topanga and Corey being like Hey, this, like our separation no, but I mean that doesn't
1: give us context. That doesn't give us the yeah, yeah. reason why he feels. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, he could just feel that way just be by being part of their friend group. Like maybe he didn't do enough when they were like breaking up. Mm. Because again, who the fuck knows which breakup this is?
1: Yeah, and also Sean and Corey love
0: to meddle, especially Corey. Which yes, yeah. But yeah, it was generally a good episode. It was fun. I'm glad I still picked it. I don't know. <laughs> Do you just want me to say some of the names for some of the movies sure. that they made up? Uh, Blood in the Shower, Last of the Obvious Suspects, The Killer is One of Us, Killer Killer, You're the Killer, <laughs> and A Troubled Young Man, which maybe that's also foreshadowing who the killer was. Uh. So the next episode we watched was Season 7, Episode 2. For Love and Apartments. Um, which. Again. There's an A plot and a B plot. Going off of the title. And like the description on Disney Plus. I didn't realize. This was going to have like a serious. Um, story to it. I thought this was just going to be. Silly. Silly fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Cory and Topanga are. Kind of broken up. It seems. Um, or. Th- they're like in the phase of breaking up because Topanga's parents uh broke up. So Topanga has her like faith in love was uh uh shaken. hmm
1: So she they were always like the model to her. Yeah. Like, this is the model relationship. But they hid stuff from her since she was a child because like that's why they moved to Pittsburgh to begin with, was because they were having issues.
0: Right. But uh, Topanga doesn't want Corey to do anything. Corey says okay, and then takes Sean to Pittsburgh to get Topanga's parents back together. Even though he has no concept of why they broke up, yeah, he's just like, well, they were in love. Love is internal.
1: Well, this shows like Corey's, you know, how naive he is sometimes and innocent, right? Like he's had a very nice upbringing like his problems are not like the same problems other people have you know
0: actually a lot of his problems are actually other people's problems yeah
1: he's always trying to make things better and he doesn't really know how he just kind of just jumps into it um and and he's always trying to control things that he can't control yeah, and it goes into the. I keep bringing it up, but like change, like it's just a common thing throughout the you know show, which makes sense because it's kids growing up and turning into adults.
0: Yeah, it, it it's also like uh like I noted like sees like that first episode is all about love, so this is and I'm sure it's been tested multiple times in the show, but in this episode, the idea of what love is is being, uh, tested, uh, challenged by. How the world actually fucking works. But yeah. Corey drags Sean. It seems. Sean and Angela. Are broken up. At this moment. And. Corey somehow convinces Sean. Like getting. Kapenga's parents back together. Would help get. All, f- all four of them back together. Which is a fucking. Ridiculous concept. But whatever.
1: No, I get It's ridiculous, but I get it. Because he's like, if I can get b- them back together, then I can prove. Because in his mind right now, again, he's very naive. He believes love can conquer all. So right now, it's not that him and uh, Topanga don't love each other. It's not that Sean and Angela don't love each other. It's that love isn't enough all the time. But he's trying to prove that it is. So he's right. like, if I get them together and me and... Topanga get back together, then you and Angela will get back together because love is enough.
0: That's pretty much the argument, you know? And the B-plot is Jack and Eric uh, lost the apartment to the girls, to Angela, Topanga, and Rachel, who is the female love interest that was introduced for Eric and Jack, uh, who is an awesome character. I don't want to like downplay her character by saying that. But that's kind of how she is introduced. Yeah. So Eric and Jack uh, want their apartment back because that was always their sanctum. And the girls tell them to fuck off. <laughs> and if they really want the apartment, this is
1: this is where the humor of the episode comes in too, because everything else was very yes. serious.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was very ridiculous where they're like, "Okay, we'll wrestle you for the apartment," because Topanga's like. My whole life is shattered. I'm ready to beat the shit out of you two boys.
1: <laughs> the fight wasn't the funniest part, though. The can crush was. Yes. So Topanga's so. trying to show Eric, like, you know, that, that he's not as tough as she is, that, that he's underestimating her. She grabs a can and she crushes it on her head. And then he's like, oh, okay. You know, he takes the challenge and he grabs a can, starts making all kinds of sounds, and then smashes his head and just basically knocks himself unconscious. It wasn't an empty can, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Jack is like, it's supposed to be empty, Eric. (laughs) But why didn't he tell him that before he did it? (laughs) Maybe he thought it was empty. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, the guys go like, well, we need a referee. And that's when another wrestler who goes by the name of Mankind breaks in.
1: Yeah, he's actually a wrestler. Like, at the time. Yes.
0: No, I think uh, Frankie's father was was also. Yeah, I looked it up. He was. I think he wasn't like WWW. I think he was like AEW or some shit like that. Um, I don't know mankind either. Uh, I'm not uh, fucking Mark or whatever the fuck people call themselves. But uh, yeah, he comes in, he beats the shit out of Eric to show what's not allowed. Um, which is pretty much everything to the women. Like the women were allowed to do anything and the guys were not allowed to hit below the waist or above the waist, (laughs) I think was how it was defined. It's like, wait, what? (laughs) Because it's, it's not nice to punch a woman who challenged you into a wrestling match, but whatever.
1: I think it was just about not touching their private.
0: Yeah, I I guess. Yeah, but everything that uh, uh, mankind was doing to Eric was like punches to like the chest and the headbutt and stuff like that. But yeah, let's let's just finish the B plot because it doesn't matter. It's not a big thing here. The boys lose. They have to take up the girls' old like uh, dorm room, which has a big old poster of the Backstreet Boys and they get in an argument of which one's the hot one. <laughs> which whatever. So the main plot, Corey and Sean go to Pittsburgh. They go to Topanga's father's like apartment, which is like a studio apartment. It's kind of sad looking. Corey's like pushing how sad this is <laughs> and how like telling him like, hey, you need to get back to your with your wife Like, this has really shaken up Topanga, which has affected my relationship. And I know you two just love each other, so just fix it. So the father's like, look, some things can't be fixed. I appreciate what you're trying to do, but also, I'm the adult? And I have the... I know what's going on here. I don't think you understand what's going on here. And I guess... He technically says, "Like, I guess it's not me who doesn't want to see his wife." So Corey and Sean go to the wife's. Well, I guess before that, there's like a weird story bit that they decided to clarify, where Sean is like, Topanga's father hates him, never liked him, and he straight up asks the father, "Like, why? Why do you hate me?" Which is something Sean has done. Multiple times, <laughs> um so I you know I get like random clips on TikTok now and on YouTube that I'll just randomly click on where he straight up asks like Feeny, why do you hate me? <laughs> and I'm sure he's done it with others as well, but this is a theme for Sean. He he's direct, but also wants to know why people hate him.
1: <laughs> well, he's direct, but he doesn't actually know what he's asking because in this case, like yeah, he treated him um, differently, but Sean always come. I feel like he is projecting. Like he hates himself at times, and he thinks that that means that other people hate him. It's no, they're trying to. You're difficult. <laughs> that doesn't mean yes. they hate you. You know, they're trying to deal with whatever the situation is, and Which they're is trying to also help
0: you. a main theme in the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the father just explains like I always thought you were gonna be the one who is the boy with. Topanga in the basement. And instead, he should have been keeping an eye on Corey, and they both laugh about that. Because <laughs> Corey is such a nice kid. Anyway, they go and they fucking invite themselves into the wife's house um, and convinces her to meet with the father, saying, like, oh, he really wants to meet you, uh, talk to you. And she goes like, are you saying that because you want this to happen? Or are you saying this uh, because you uh, it's true? And Corey lies like a jackass mm-hmm. and goes like, I wouldn't do that to you. So the father comes in and goes like, wait, I was told you wanted to see me. And the, she goes like, no, I was told you wanted to see me. And Corey's like, I'm sorry, but you two just need to get into a room together. And they have this talk, and they're clearly talking around this subject. And Sean seems to be the only one to pick up on that. Like Corey's like, "I'm doing it." No, no, they're talking. This is good. This is good. And Sean's like, well, "Why did they break up?" Like they they're talking around like what happened. And Sean's like, "So what happened?" Uh, but like, there's like a moment where you think they're gonna get back together, but the wife is like. And I hope you have as much happiness with, what was the other woman's name? Maria or something like that? Yeah, let's just go with Maria. Uh, I hope you're happy with, you find new love with Maria. And Cory goes like, "Uh, who's Maria? And the way they phrase it is funny to me. Because I think in any other instance... She would have been like, Maria's the one he cheated on with me. But instead, it's like, it's the woman he loves now. Mm-hmm. Such an odd phrasing. Um, and that's where Corey's like, oh, I can't fix this. Because... No, but I
1: I get what you're saying, but I don't think mm-hmm. it's about keeping the word cheating out. Because they used the word cheating in the show before. Um I think it's because, again, the whole thing is about him trying to keep love alive. And it's like, yeah, but what happens when someone loves someone else? Right. That's, that's it. You know, you're saying love can't die. It's like, well, the love is somewhere else now. It's not, you know, and he doesn't love his wife the way he used to. He loves this other person. All right. And, and that's what, like, rocks Corey to his core.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess, and I it makes sense because Corey... Had like a really uh that ski lodge relationship where, like in another show that could have gone a different way. Who knows, um. But Corey's like, how can you fall out of love with her? Like, she she should have been your everything. Your you know your whatever. And the father, I don't even remember what he says. Uh, he's just like it happened, and then tells Corey like, don't tell Topanga.
1: No, he. The mother, the, yeah, the mother. Oh, the mother said what, it? Yeah, she said, oh, okay. I, don't, I don't want her to hate her father.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right, yes. Which, I don't know. That's one way to go about parroting. I don't agree with it. It's more so up to Topanga to decide on what her relationship with her father is at that point. But whatever.
1: Maybe, but maybe she just feels it's too soon or something. I don't know, because I mean, Maybe. look at the way Topanga's taking it without even knowing what happened.
0: Right, but it just feels like it's going to be swept under the rug. Where, um, oh, her father's going to be dating this new person, so they know it's over, and let's just say the father and the new person like marry or whatever. Like, I don't know. I feel like that is more is going to cause more issues because. I don't know. I don't know their family. I'm just saying, if that happened in my family, someone would have figured it out. It was going to be a rumor. And that's more devastating to hear it like as family gossip.
1: Yeah. Well, they don't have an v- extended family that they ever introduced. So I don't think it's like that. But, um, you know, when you say, I don't uh, know their family, it made me think about the fact that she had different parents every time we saw them, <laughs> the actors and actresses. Yeah, like this is the maybe the third pair. I think I like the third pair better than the middle pair, though, because the middle pair didn't seem anything like the first pair, like the first pair had hippie vibe, like they play, you know, the right. father was a musician Then the second one, I don't know, they could have been like a lawyer and a doctor for all I knew, you know, and then in this one, I don't know what they do, but they do seem more, you know, chill and like the mother definitely seems, you know, like more like what you would expect Panka's mother to be like.
0: Yeah. That's an interesting episode, and uh, Corey and Sean go back. They see Topanga. Topanga's like, "Where were you guys for the weekend?" And Sean was like, "Oh, you know, we were just we we were just hanging out. We were just you know the same same old same old." And Corey's like, "We went to Pittsburgh, right? We went to Pittsburgh, uh, but you know, just just for a trip." And then Corey's like, "I went to see your uh, parents." It's like, okay. <laughs> Uh, Sean really wanted to hide everything, uh, and Topanga, I think, fairly got mad at Corey. Corey should not have butt into a this relationship, like on so many levels. Like it's not like one of his friends' relationship; it's his girlfriend's parents. Not only that, it's like again they recon this whatever but they're like oh they've been a couple since kids you know so he clearly had a formality with the parents and i don't know i i would find if his relationship was a friendly one you know like a friendship level one i don't feel like that's the kind of relationship he would have with the parents so he definitely stepped out of bounds but and Sean's the one that defends him, that goes like, you know what? He actually really tried. And for like a moment, it could have gone somewhere. But he really tried. He did good. He tried to do good for you. Th- that's the thing, though. I think Sean also
1: agrees that it was out of bounds. But he's like, but he's losing his mind because he, he wants to fix your guys' relationship so bad. Like, even though their relationship has nothing to do with your relationship, you're letting it affect your relationship. So he tried to go fix that other relationship for you, you know, like that's (laughs) the reason why he felt the need to go do that is because he doesn't want to lose to Panga.
0: Anyway, uh, the episode kind of ends like it would be continued on to the next episode. And I don't know if it does or if this is just one of those weird, like, well, I guess nothing got figured out. But, um, in the end of the day, Corey does not tell Topanga, uh, what happened, uh, why they got, they separated, because Topanga was just like, did you learn anything? Like, I, I just can't figure it out how these, my parents are no longer together. And he's just like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I'm,
1: I'm pretty sure she does find
0: out. I think so too. And then. Because I remember like it kinda gets brought up he knew and didn't say anything. Which that I'll at least give that to Corey. That's a tough one to be in. Like yeah, is that just a shitty situation to be in, and I don't like condemn his um decision in that regard at least.
1: Yeah, I mean he already pried into, you know, the information like like it wasn't it, he shouldn't have known to begin with, and it wasn't his information to give to anyone. Even if you know it was to Penga. and also specifically the mother that asked. Yeah, I feel like if it was the father, I'd be like, "Fuck this guy, I don't care," you know. <laughs> but like the mother asked, and it's like, damn. Like, yeah, I guess I'll respect her wishes. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what I would do. It's just I, I get what he, why he didn't.
0: Also, I guess this was like a different time where, well, maybe not, but like divorce was more of a shunned kind of thing i feel like there's a bit more acceptance for divorce in like nowadays i
1: don't know i don't know how different it was in 2000 like i don't
0: remember i don't know it's and and even
1: if it's more accepted it's still kind of like people still kind of act weird sometimes about it
0: oh well. (laughs) yeah on to the next one and the final the final one, season seven, episode 23. I, I don't think we need to touch on too much from episode 22, even though it's a two-parter. Um, but no, it's, much... all, it's,
1: it's really one episode that yeah. they split into two, and the way that they split it into two was by padding it out with montages from the past. So, yeah. Um, I, I hear your sigh. The only thing I want to say, because at first I was like, did they need to do this? The thing is, they wouldn't do it today. Cause today we can binge watch things and you would already have all the context back then. It had been a decade since you've seen some of that stuff, you know, or seven years or whatever it was. So they used to do that a lot, you know? Um, and I remember when I saw it the first time it was hitting hard. So I can't say they made the wrong decision, you know? Um, but yeah, it's a
0: lot. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Right. Like honestly, watching the clips, I'm just, for me, like, Oh, From either TikTok or YouTube, I've seen this. Some of the clips were from episodes we've watched during Mm -hmm. this thing, Mm -hmm. and it's just like okay, I, I think defocused, especially during episode one. I didn't, I wasn't focusing that hard. I guess the plot for this is Topanga was uh, offered like an internship or some, or maybe some kind of college thing in New York at a law firm. At a law firm, yeah. And Corey doesn't want to move to New York. Does change, like you said, throughout this whole episode. (laughs) But at some point, like Topanga's, like you know what? All our friends are here. We should just stay here. She doesn't want to go because of change as well, right? She's afraid. And and we find out later on because like one of their breakups was because Topanga got offered a. College, I I don't know if it was a scholarship or whatever, but she got accepted to, like, Harvard or Yale, one of those colleges. I think it was Yale. And she was uh, deciding on going there. And Corey's like, well, what does that mean about us? And, And then a day, she decides to stay with Corey with the stipulation that they're getting married. Like, I think she literally proposes to him. Yeah, with I'm gonna stay here. Will you marry me? (laughs) Yeah, so pretty much in the first part, it's just like Corey going, like being down on it. I don't know. Again, I defocus. Can do you think you can do a better recap? Yeah, I mean it's not even down on it because he just doesn't.
1: He doesn't expect her to go. You know what I mean? Like there's that fear, but he doesn't expect her to go. He's just like. That's a scary option, you know, Um, but he knows her and he doesn't know the reason as we find out in the second episode, we just, we should just treat it as one episode. Like it's not worth splitting it into. two. He talks to Mr. Feeney who, that's what, that's why you brought up the college story. I think that's where you go with it. Yeah. So he, uh, Mr. Feeney talks about how he talked to her about um, the Yale decision and Uh, Corey goes like, Oh, yeah, that's because you know she wanted to stay and you know, for whatever, yeah, because of me. And then Mr. Feeney says, That's what she said. And then he explains that Topanga's been the best at everything. And Corey's like, Yeah, (laughs) um, and he's like, But that's here in our little pocket of the world, right? Like, what happens if she goes to the big city where? So many people are competing for the same things and so many people go to make their careers and stuff like that. Is she gonna be able to succeed there? And Corey goes, Of course she will, because like first off, he's her number one cheerleader, but also she is objectively like the smartest person in his life. Right. So right. you can't imagine her failing at something that just requires her to do what she does. <laughs> um but then Mr. Feeney says, But does she know that? Right? She has that right. fear. She has that seat of doubt. I can do this here, but can I go do it, you know, over there? Um, that puts Corey in the mindset that he doesn't want to be the reason. I mean, and Mr. Feeney kind of like pushes him in that direction. Um, that she holds herself back. Right. That she doesn't he doesn't want her to have any regrets, and he doesn't want her to push herself and do what, you know, she actually wants to do. So he pretty much, you know. Tells her we gotta go, we gotta go, um, and I love that that's a part of this final episode because that's Corey finally becoming an adult to me and like accepting change and pushing for change, jumping headfirst into change because it's the right thing to do and the best right. thing to do. You know, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the episode. It's like you know he decides we're doing this and she's excited because you know she she doesn't have that lifeline <laughs> it, like she she's scared but like she doesn't have that lifeline of him being the one holding her in place right. you know now it's like no we got to go do this but she's she's willing to take on that challenge with him you know he's her husband at this point in the show so um they're ready to go um and then it's pretty much just wrapping up like like i said there's a lot of montages Every time, you know, you see two characters interact, it'll go into like a five minute montage of all the good moments, funny moments, sad moments, whatever uh, of those two characters.
0: And it's not even like the main characters. Like there are moments with like Eric and his mother, like they took like three clips yeah, from yeah, like yeah. the same episode. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> and so here's the issue with that. like if they were funny scenes. Um, yeah, yeah. But but the reason why that doesn't hit like the other ones is because of what they did to Eric. If Eric was more of a character, a lot of these things would be a lot more interesting. They would have had more to pull from. They just didn't want him to be the only person who didn't get, you know what I mean? Like these moments. like Because then all he would have gotten was the Mr. Feeny one.
0: <laughs> like that,
1: Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was funny. And he makes a Mr. Feeny call doll.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they also do like, I think Corey, Topanga, Sean, and Eric are all moving to New York. Yeah. 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 Which I think for Eric's character, I kinda wish they could have gave him his own thing to branch off on. Because it it should have been Corey Topanga, Sean. The core three. They go to New York. Jack and Rachel are joining the Peace Corps where Jack is giving up his family's money, uh kinda pulling on Mr. Turner to uh Go do the Peace Corps with Rachel. And there's like a moment with uh, Sean and Jack and they bring back uh, their father. They'll play like a ghost in between them. Yeah. Which is a, which is a great moment. Yeah, it is. And then there's a moment where uh, Corey is speaking to his little brother who, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which if I remember correctly from like clips I've seen, he should have been a baby. <laughs> yes, yes, but also that was like the producer's son
1: that's not a good reason though,
0: and the kid was supposed to not say anything, like him saying topanga and stuff like that that was that was not in the script <laughs> well, the
1: topanga was good, but yeah. it was everything else that was awkward, like he was like smiling and like that's not a child actor in the making no,
0: no, no, <laughs> literally, it just felt like they like. Oh, right, right, right. He has a little brother now. Um, mm-hmm. You. You stand here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming to father-son, you know, work day. <laughs> or he gives his little speech saying, you're going to meet the world. Oh, now I get it. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm really glad it does not end there. Uh, they have the final scene in the original classroom. The classroom we all know. And it's Mr. Feeney. Who's there for some reason, and Eric, Topanga, Sean, and Corey come in and they send their spots, except for Eric, who sits in the back because he didn't attend that class. And they have a final, like, speech from Mr. Feeney where he tells them to believe in yourself, dream, try, do good. And I. If there's anything to if I ever want to get a tattoo, I think I know what I would fucking put on my body. <laughs> like, legitimately, like that's the bar that tear. I f- did not remember that. I'm like, it's such a good.
1: It's literally a perfect ending.
0: Yeah, it's 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 such a good saying, and it's like even like Topanga's like, "Don't you mean do well?" And he's like, "No." And yes, it it means like to do good in the world and all that stuff. Also, I think there's something very interesting about it being, like, it's not a grammatically correct kind of way to say it. Like, you know, it should be, like, believe it in yourself, dream, try, and do good. Like, he drops the and. It's just, like, do good. Like, and it's, I think it com- it's very a very interesting way to say it from a uh, character who is very uh, intellectual, who is very well- much, like... I don't know. He, he, he's, but he's more like
1: listing. He's not, it's not a sentence. So, you know, you don't need an and. But mm-hmm. um, the reason why she corrects him is because she didn't take it the way he meant it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, he, she thought do well meaning like pretty much do the best you can in all these things. But he means like, no, literally put out good into the world. Like, yes. That's the, la- that's the most important thing. You know? You know what? We <laughs> need more of that, honestly.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then they beg him to say he loves them <laughs> and he kind of he holds out pretty much he i don't think he directly says it to them he says it after they leave
1: yeah yeah he he keeps saying that that crosses a professional line that he won't you know do and and once they all have their individual goodbyes and they all say something really sweet to him that also makes you want if you're not already crying it makes you want to cry <laughs> even yeah. more um, and they give him a hug and and then once they've all left the class that's when he just says i love you all yeah class dismissed um there is one final funny moment though where they're all again he's going to shake their hands and then they hug him right then eric comes up they have their moment and he goes to hug eric and then eric shakes his hands <laughs> instead but then he goes back to give him a hug yeah i wonder if that was like improvised. It just it was hey, so it yeah, was so funny cuz it was such a serious emotional,
0: you know, scene and then that was so funny. <laughs> uh Uh yeah, I guess the only other thing to point out is like like Mr. Feeney, the whole like calls Cory like Mr. Matthews. Uh even though in the first episode, I I forgot to mention it, he does call Cory Cory at one point to like Just like lay down, like the metaphor he was trying to put out there. I don't fucking know. But um, we also learned that apparently Corey's name might be Cornelius.
1: Corey is short for Cornelius.
0: Okay. But the way Corey, yeah. Yeah. Like that's probably on his uh, birth certificate. Yeah. yeah. Which that's funny.
1: (laughs) But it's funny because he acts. Very like, like, no, shh. even Topanga doesn't know that, even though they're married.
0: <laughs> I got away with it for so long. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's Boy Meets World. It's, other than it being like a clip show at the end, which is like my big downer of it. Um, It's, it's that final scene really, really does a beautiful job of like, putting a book end on that series.
1: Yeah. The only thing they could have done, I feel like with the clip show thing, like is, that that issue that you have is they were going to do a clip show cuz that's how these shows did this, <laughs> I feel like back then. But like yeah. they could have done it before the finale. They could have done right. it in the penultimate episode and then the finale just be a really strong instead of a two-parter it could have been a one-parter with just the main, you know, stuff. Right. Um but yeah, it it's still even like you said, like you weren't like super into it, that final the scene in the classroom, you can't Yeah no. You you can't like not be in it.
0: Literally that could have been the last episode, just that scene. Good five <laughs> minutes in and be like, Bravo. Bravo. Don't know what led up to this, but bravo. <laughs> but yeah, that this was fun. This was fun to be able to uh, be able to talk about the series. Um, And we talked about it like it got kind of silly towards the end. I feel like that kind of comes from being a longer run show that went from, you know, Corey being in middle school leading up to college or being in college. I think
1: think part of it. um, I mean, this isn't good, but um, I think they just ran out of ideas, too, because they started repeating kind of similar plots after a point. And it's like, oh, okay, well, how do we make it different? We just got to make it funnier. We just got to have them acting crazy. You know what I mean? Like that—that yeah. was their solution. Um, so maybe it ran a little too long, like you said. But I still—it sucks because, like, I wished certain things went certain ways in terms of like character development for Eric or or not being right. so silly. But I still like watching. You know, those <laughs> yeah, last yeah. two seasons. There's still so many funny moments,
0: and. Uh- yeah, you know, it's kind of just uh like. I don't know what the actor's thoughts are. I never watched. I never listened to the podcast or heard a clip where he talks about it. But um, it seems like he had fun playing the goofball. Oh no, he the, he like, didn't ridiculous like it. one. He didn't. No, he Bro, he wa- wow. He
1: was upset that he his character stopped being a character. Um, yeah, he's just a professional, sir. He's a
0: great actor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I know he, uh, he goes into voice acting and he was, um, uh, Terry from Batman beyond the the new Batman.
1: He was also, uh, Ron Stoppable.
0: Yeah. From Kim Possible.
1: Yeah. I wish he did more though. Like, cause I remember seeing like him in random other, he was just a funny guy. Like, I feel like he could have had a whole different career after that
0: just didn't happen for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, like there, I, like comedy movies, definitely. Uh, and honestly, like the times when he, like, had very serious moments. Oh, on he's the a show. good actor. He's actually yeah. a good actor. Yeah. That that was what uh would upset. That's why
1: I would get upset though, is that he I would be reminded how good an actor he is, and then I'm like, fuck, why don't they do anything with him other than this one episode? You know, randomly. And then the thing that didn't make sense is they would do these episodes, and then he'd be a goofball again in the next episode. And it's like, how? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah.
0: It also comes from having a large cast, I think. Yeah.
1: Okay, so they do make him one-dimensional, but to be clear, literally everyone becomes like- Flatter. Yeah, exactly. Like, Corey's a fucking clown, too, by the end of the show.
0: I think most of us who've seen the show, like, oh, like a scene is that can come to mind is him yelling underpants <laughs> at, like, that's kind of like his, the way he spoke, like, started to become that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would do it a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but definitely Eric got the bigger, um, flattening of a character, which sucks, but, um, I guess it's better than being ran out of the shell to make room for, you know, the other characters. But, uh, yeah, I, is there anything else
1: we want to add to this? I don't think so. If you haven't seen it, you should try it.
0: Yeah. And it's very different throughout. So if you don't like season one, go to season two. <laughs> if you don't like season two, keep going. Like they get to high school. I think <laughs> high school is like the most memorable yeah for me because i think
1: they had a great balance i I really like when they were kids though when on rewatches like when i've gone back i'm like man the, i think the humor was sharper in those first seasons but in high school the reason why for me it, it was more memorable until i went re- back and rewatched it it's just i related with it so much more right like there was right. a lot of things that like you know you go through but also it had the good balance of like good stories, funny, like, you know, it was, it was in a good place. And then it just goes off the rails into the college years.
0: Yeah. I I think like the, like the earlier seasons, the in middle school seasons are more like life lessons that are reflective of that time, like love and acceptance of others and stuff like that. And then like when they're in college, there's more. Uh, social dynamic kind of lessons to learn, like relationships. Um, well, that starts in high
1: school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I meant. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then college, they try to make it like, oh, well, now you're becoming an adult. I mean, I shouldn't say they tried. They do make it that, but they don't feel very adult until the very end, it almost feels like. Yeah, you know what I mean?
0: like there's <laughs> some episodes like um where Topanga got sexually harassed by a teacher. Mm. But even that, that had a lot of silly moments, a lot of gags, mostly from Eric. Uh, But, you know, they tried to hit those more extreme things. But also I feel like it being Disney and the time frame it was in, like... I remember I read an article where uh, Sean and Topanga, uh, there was an episode where uh, Topanga and Corey were going to lose their uh, virginities at prom or something. Mm. And th- uh, the actors who play Sean and Topanga didn't really like those that episode because there was no discussion of safe sex. And they felt like there should be some kind of discussion in the show talking about safe safe sex, especially when they were going through the aid uh epidemic during that time. Mm-hmm. so I feel like maybe it being a b c family disney like they had some boundaries that they don't want to cross because of religious reasons or whatever like back then, and maybe it's still now for some more harder sect uh, religions, but condoms were bad. You were a bad person if you use it. You were so ju- just supposed to be Chase.
1: Yeah, but you're also supposed to be married, and they weren't married at prom, obviously. Right, right, right. So, I don't know. It's just...
0: Well, again, like, they're trying to, Like, maybe the writers were able to push to a certain extent. And you know what? They didn't have sex, I don't think. No, they didn't, because literally, like, I remember seeing clips of Corey being upset that he had didn't have sex with the panga leading up to their marriage.
1: Yeah. 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 No, they, they, I remember that the prom episode, um, they don't end up doing it, but still the whole episode is about that. And, and there's still other like the, I mean, it's acceptable. Obviously we know how the parents, how there's kids, if there's kids, the parents had sex, but the parents, you know, are also in that hotel trying to right. get away from the kids to also have sex like so it's still a very like sex you know oriented episode
0: right uh but yeah that was uh our somewhat random selection of boy meets world episodes oh uh, let us know what you think if this is because i think me and john talked about it maybe doing this again for other sitcoms uh but Yeah, let us know what you think. You can do that on Instagram, email, Facebook, Twitter, if that still exists next week. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) For all I know, this episode is going to be put up and Twitter is going to be bankrupt and dead. But uh, we're we're on all those social medias. You can check our link tree for all those links. Uh, and if you like if you like this if you like us please write in review us on uh iTunes leave a comment on YouTube Spotify all that fun stuff share us with other people uh we would like to you know we would like to get more perspectives from other people you guys are nice we like you if you're new say hi we like you <laughs> <laughs> and just share us it's you know we're nice guys, you know. One of us is likes to point out prob- problematic things from television show, and the other one likes to tell him to shut up. <laughs> Just enjoy the show.
1: <laughs> no, but there's actually there's like way more problematic <laughs> things you could point out sometimes. That I'm like, I mean, I don't I don't have an instance <laughs> now, but like, oh wait, no, um, okay, you want something problematic? Uh, yeah. Br- Brillo episode. I think those white girls were racist and were talking about a black person. Oh. When they say who the character was that they were talking about, it was Dwayne. And that's not the whitest name I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you mentioned. It. I did not pick up on that. And that helps. Because nowadays, you know, a Dwayne can be anyone. <laughs> but yes, no, that. That does sound like they were super fucking racist. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you guys have a great day. Bye. I
2: don't know why I said bye like that.